God's word on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. Be careful to do what it says. Then you will truly be successful. Keep God's word on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. Be careful to do what it says. Then you will truly be successful. Mic check one, two, three, four. We're on day 38. And the topic is, how low can you go? Be careful to do what it says. Then you will truly be successful. We are in the book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 4 verse 1 through 16 reads this way. Now, son of man, take a block of clay, put it in front of you, and draw the city of Jerusalem on it. Then lay siege to it. Erect siege works against it, build a ramp up to it, set up camps against it, and put battering rams around it. Then take an iron pan, place it as an iron wall between you and the city, and turn your face toward it. It will be under siege, and you shall besiege it. This will be a sign to the people of Israel. Then lie on your left side and put the sin of the people of Israel upon yourself. You are to bear their sin for the number of days you lie on your side. I have assigned you the same number of days as the years of their sin. So for 390 days, you will bear the sin of the people of Israel. After you have finished this, lie down again, this time on your right side and bear the sin of the people of Judah. I have assigned you 40 days, a day for each year. Turn your face toward the siege of Jerusalem and with bared arm prophesy against her. I will tie you up with ropes so that you cannot turn from one side to the other until you have finished the days of your siege. Take wheat and barley, beans and lentils, millet and spelt. Put them in a storage jar and use them to make bread for yourself. You are to eat it during the 390 days you lie on your side. Weigh out 20 shekels of food to eat each day and eat it at set times. Also measure out a sixth of a hen of water and drink it at set times. Eat the food as you would a loaf of barley bread. Bake it in the sight of the people using human excrement for fuel. The Lord said, in this way, the people of Israel will eat defiled food among the nations where I will drive them. Then I said, not so, sovereign Lord. I have never defiled myself from my youth until now. I have never eaten anything found dead or torn by wild animals. No impure meat has ever entered my mouth. Very well, he said, I will let you bake your bread over cow dung instead of human excrement. He then said to me, son of man, I am about to cut off the food supply in Jerusalem. The people will eat rationed food in anxiety and drink rationed water in despair for food and water will be scarce. They will be appalled at the sight of each other and will waste away because of their sin. And that ends our reading for today. And the topic for our worship thought is how low can you go? Pastor Camille Reed is a gem to the body of Christ. I met her when I moved to Chicago two years ago, and her wisdom is unmatched. When Pastor Reed opens her mouth, you hear revelation, inspiration, and education. 
I have been to some great schools in my life, but no professor has ever quite blessed me like Pastor Reed. She is both sergeant and kindness wrapped in truth. She said something to me while I was in the hospital recovering from a stroke that I will never forget. She said, Sean, as I prayed for your recovery, it became clear to me that God can trust you with the hard thing. She continued, many people would have left the faith managing some of the things you've managed, but God can trust you with this. He knows that even after this, you will still worship him. Wow. Somebody get me some Kleenex, please. How many of us have been trusted with the hard thing? How many of us are like Sarah, waiting on a promise to be fulfilled in our old age, wrestling with the question of whether or not we will ever be relevant given our age, our history, and our unedited testimony? Well, if you're not like Sarah, then maybe you know what it's like to feel like Mary, the mother of Jesus, used by God at a young age to carry out a bigger than life promise. Or maybe you are like the leper that God did not heal, but still he wants you to trust him. Ezekiel, like those of us called to the hard thing, would probably raise his hand high if this same question was asked of him. But his calling was clear even when his clarity was not. Ezekiel was a priest who endured some difficult things in order to obey God. He lived in Jerusalem during Babylon's first attack. He was taken as a prisoner into exile. And on his 30th birthday, get this, he didn't go to the club to turn up. No, he didn't take new pictures for his website, nor did he have a cash app to post on social media. At 30 years old, Ezekiel finds himself sitting on the bank at a refugee camp. Out of nowhere, he has a vision. And this vision in Ezekiel 1 is a unique one where God is riding on a royal chariot. There is a storm cloud approaching and Ezekiel sees four wings, four faces, four wheels and the wings of creatures supported by this beautiful structure. In Ezekiel's mind, this is the glory of the Lord. It is majestic, heavy and significant. The Hebrew word used in the original text for glory is kavod, kavod, which means weighty or heavy. Can I can I pause to preach for just two sentences? Most people love the idea of living a life like Ezekiel's, but they don't know the weight of a life like Ezekiel's. I'll say it another way. Many people ask for God's glory, but cannot handle the weight. You see, the glory of the Lord is not just God's manifested palpable presence. The glory is responsibility. As a glory carrier, God trusts you with visions, dreams and miracles. But how can you become a miracle if you are not in need of one? How can God use you as his show and tell project if everything is perfect and all good all the time? This worship thought is tying in so beautifully to the day before. But get this. Most people asking for God's glory cannot even handle the weight they're asking for. For most of us, our curiosity is greater than our capacity. So God tells us no, like he told Moses. No, 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 you cannot see my face and live, but I will show you the side of me you can handle. I'm so glad God told me no. I'm not just glad when God tells me yes. I'm also glad when God tells me no, because God knows what I can handle. God knows what I can manage. God knows every part of my story. And sometimes to keep me low, God tells me no. Ezekiel was a rare breed. His primary job was to warn the people, but his method was so different. 
Jeremiah was able to see and say. He was told to go to the potter's house, see the clay, bring back the word to God's people. Nehemiah was able to rebuild a wall. Ezra was able to write it on a scroll. Daniel was able to camp out in a den with lions. Ezekiel, however, became the word. He was told to perform sign acts. And in one chapter, Ezekiel has to shave his head and disperse his hair in a number of ways. Why? Because according to God, each of those ways becomes symbolic of what's going to happen to the people of Israel, to the people of Jerusalem. If that isn't enough, look at Ezekiel four and nine, which says, take wheat and barley, beans and lentils, millet and spelt, put them in a storage jar and use them to make bread for yourself. You are to eat it during the 390 days that you lie on your side. But there is a catch. Ezekiel is told he'll have to bake this bread with human excrement. Ezekiel 4 and 12 then proves it. Eat the food as you would a loaf of barley bread. Bake it in the sight of the people using human excrement for fuel. I couldn't even say the word using human excrement for fuel. Jesus, help me. But why? Because that's how devastated the city was going to be during the siege by the Babylonians. This is what Ezekiel teaches me about worship. Worship happens when we humble ourselves. Ezekiel was humble and obedient. There is no such thing as a high worshiper. Ooh, worship should never be reduced to an activity or a lyric. Worship is a lifestyle. Ezekiel never sang on a praise team, but as a prophet, his obedience revealed his heart's posture. Worship is also a mindset. I can't imagine what Ezekiel had to put his mind on as he laid in the middle of the street as a warning sign for God's people. But one thing I know, Ezekiel is a better man than me. Listen, y'all, I can do 190 day challenges, but if the Lord gave me that kind of hard thing, I would have to throw in the towel and convert to Buddhism stat. <laughs> I'm joking, but I'm serious. As I read these awe inspiring stories about these prophets in the Bible, what I walk away with most is the realization that obedience to God will always cost you something. I say it all the time, but I'll say it again here. Salvation may be free, but my surrender has cost me everything. Sometimes we don't realize how much obedience costs until we live for a day in another man's shoes. Sometimes we don't even know we are blessed until we compare our lives to someone else's and realize we're complaining about things they're praying for. Today, let us all go low. Let us all stay low. Let's humble ourselves so God doesn't have to. So what is our worship work today? Our worship work is to think about this question. How low can you go? As a worshiper, how low can you go? Examine some areas in your life where you may have been ungrateful for your blessings. Examine the challenges God has asked you to do for his glory and remember to humble yourself so that God doesn't have to go low.